Welcome to MotoGP Mac, where knowledgeable MotoGP fans congregate and fanboys fear and tread. Yay! First go, Jakey Boo. What, what a legend, by I'm ready for Oprah. I, 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 I think you have that written down in front of you now at this stage. Yeah. Well, well, they sure. will be. They will be after with uh, Marquez doing well. You're going to hear because that was all Marquez, you know, and, and and Mia riding that bike. That wasn't that wasn't the bike, you know. They <laughs> okay. they must have said it. They must have said it to the camera guys. Look back when the, the, during practice themselves. They must have said it four or five times. Especially Marquez. Marquez like it wasn't the bike. It was me, you know. <laughs> So yeah, uh, yeah. So look, we're shooting this just a couple of hours after the, the the race, I suppose. So we don't have all all the riders' info, but I suppose it's a good opening uh, discussion to have. You know, as we've said, the Honda has been a pile of poo all season, and how or why that when it comes to today's race and yesterday's sprint and even all weekend, really, yeah, that the Honda bike was was quite good and i think i think you're spot on right i think there's a couple of things that that are going on i think the fact that no one had data on this track right. everyone had simulations but no one had real raw data of how how to set the bike up how mm-hmm. to do this they had all the best guesses and whatever and the second thing i think realistically is that with this type of track and this track it, it, itself you know the riders can learn it on the PlayStation. They can look at a map and all of this. And it's how they adapt and learn the circuit is really, really um, interesting. And you can see, to be fair, most of the old, older school, with the with the, the exception of, of the two boys, Basecki and, and uh, Martin, a lot of the older school riders kind of came up towards the bridge. So you had your Fabios, you know, Mark, Mir, you know, they were really showing their experience in learning yep. and going to a new track. Is it 100% that? I think the rider made a good 90% of the difference in, in that track, uh, learning exercise and, and how it did. You know, and also... Dealing with the heat, too. Dealing with the heat, uh, an experienced team that has to deal with heat and stuff like that, the changes. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, look, look you'd expect that out of, the, out of the teams to all be at that level now, right? But I just think... I think a lot of it came down to the riders understanding and learning the circuit and uh, and knowing, okay, you know, like I had some fucking morons on to me about uh oh, you said the track was gonna be dirty, Simon Crafer oh, yeah. it was, it was fucking yeah. clean and the track was dirty, you know. Yeah. I mean? Like it wasn't Mandalika dirty, but it was no, dirty. like yeah. any, any anyone that went slightly offline, that rear wheel fucking spun up. Right. And you were nearly meeting the fucking ground face planted, right? You were just so, clarifying what, what, so, what Simon Crayfar was saying. You're just saying, listen, folks, I know he said it was clear, it was clean, but what he meant was it's clean for the situation. Yeah. You know? And look, there was, there was a couple of things there, right? Like Carlos Espeloza or whatever his fucking name is, and Lars Caparassi left Mizano after the Mizano Grand Prix and went straight to India. Mm-hmm. So, like, this fucking track was being washed, prepared yes. for a few weeks before they were there, which is very unusual that they were going. So there there was definitely some concerns about the circuit, 100%. I think they pulled off an absolutely fantastic event to the yep. jump to, to the organizers and to the, to, to the, the yeah. people there. Let's be the first time out. 
You yeah, know? a few of the things need to change, all right. Like I thought, and again, look, this is just me not being critical, but the first corner crash, turn one crash, and whatever, it took them a bit long to clear. I think it was like, I think it was a lap eight or so by the time they got all the bikes yeah. out of the way and, and that people could pass into the into turn one. Now, saying that, anyway, back to the Hondas, you know, I think I think they found something to help Mir in um, the Mizano test. And while Marquez said that there was no major change or this, that, and the other, Mir's was a little bit more complimentary and said, you know, look, we found something. We found a couple of settings. He overall liked the new bike better than the current bike, whereas Marquez was like, no. And Marquez actually said it got worse. To be yeah, and Crafer Crafer <laughs> said it also. He's like, Mark went out on the new bike and then came back in, and then went out on the old bike and went faster mm-hmm. on the old bike than the new bike. Now, well, look, he that, rode so well. Oh my god! A lot, a lot of a lot of that is to do with the Joe, the change of the riding position and all this. And I think, mm-hmm. I think this is the key bit for Mir that they he he discovered in the new riding position what it was. Also, there was a person who was saying that um, Mark didn't use the 2024 engine in the test. He actually did. Mm-hmm. It was um, Bradle didn't use the 2024 engine in the Mizano mm-hmm. Grand Prix because he has to use the same spec engine as the that's in the, the bike. So they are messing around with center gravities and all of this stuff to understand. And I think that's what helped Mir. The right. other thing with Mir as well is that um, I think it was really good and well-needed um, result for him you know he finished top five in the race okay he did crash out in the sprint but you know look he's pushing do you know what i mean he was there with marquez and he was all of the match for mark marquez do you know what i mean he was you know he showed that he's not a fucking tail end charlie do you know what i mean so again but there's a lot of question marks over what happened this weekend is it majority like i personally think it's because there was not a lot, lot of data there you know, everyone was just learning the circuit. I expect teams to go there next year and be a second and a half, two seconds faster. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's personally it. The other thing I want to touch off as well is there's another fucking Egypt that was around giving me grief this afternoon about Brad Binder. Now, Brad Binder, I've never said Brad Binder is not a good writer, and I've never shown... But yeah. apparently he was saying I, I didn't give him an awful lot of love. Brad Binder made an amazing start in turn one. And anyway, one fucking pass for the rest of the race, and he and why, so why should I call him out to say he had a great race? Yeah, an okay race. Do you know what I mean? He he finished. Do you know what I mean? And then he's going on about all this shit. Now that don't uh, but don't worry yourself. That is a fanboy. That's the guy that wants you to go out there and cheerlead for him. Okay? Because yeah, no, but look, I think know, I, I think they don't want to hear the truth. You know what I mean? They don't want to hear but it. it. It's not the truth. But I I did say at the start of the race weekend that I didn't expect much from them because they're using the same tires that they used in Austria, the same compound tires this weekend. And that set of compounds did not suit the KTM. If they found that it was too hard, it was spinning up every time they tried to put on the power. And you could see it. You could Mm -hmm. see it. Mark Mark on yesterday. The tire didn't have heat problems before. If I'm not mistaken, refreshing. No, yeah, yeah, it is. It's a it's a heavier duty t- uh, tire to deal with. Um, yeah. to deal with the circuits, the high speed or the the high acceleration and braking zone. So look, the way the way I see it is like Brad did. It, he did an okay race. Mm-hmm. You know, he was anonymous, really. Do you know what I mean? Because like 
you could see he was trying to catch the person, but he couldn't make any inroads. Okay, today's race he did. Um, who did he, he? He did catch the person on the very, very last lap. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Again, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't well, the expected. I, I like to me to say a standard race for Brad Binder now is is, is to be battling for yeah. the top three, and 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 he wasn't. And you know, your man was going on about Joe. Oh, if he didn't get caught in the yellow flag in um in in qualifying, then you know he would have been up in P three or three four. And my my return to that is. Well, if Marquez didn't crash and Peco didn't crash, he'd be two fucking places further back than he finished. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know yeah. So it's just. But and let me I, let me clarify. I, I know before somebody says, "Oh, they all use the same tires." Yes, I know they use the same tires, but the KTM does not like heat. Where they all use the same they tires, use... a B tire or a C tire. The C tire works better on the Yamaha under under at hundred degrees than the KTM uses at hundred degrees. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And look, no, no. It, it's it's just, I suppose. Uh, um, I. It, it's just, I suppose, for me when I'm looking at it, it's just idiots th thinking that we don't like that we don't praise writers for when they do well. Like we do, but yeah, you know, he didn't. He didn't do any, anything exciting today to say, yeah, he was fucking amazing. Do you know what I mean? He did. Yeah. If he's finishing fourth or fifth, that's for me. That's kind of a. A dull race for him. Do you know what I mean? He should be battling for the front. Yes. So, um, I think Quadraro did very well today. I, I, for the Yamaha, you know what I, what I actually thought it was very funny, and I don't know, did you see this? But when Quadraro was battling with Mir, the Honda couldn't out accelerate the Honda, or the Honda couldn't out accelerate the Yamaha. Down that one point two kilometers. Hard to judge on that one because it, again, because of the heat, was it spinning tire? Was it spinning up? Yeah, but you you would no. you would still expect the hand to close the gap and at least get up near him. Do you know what yeah, I mean? he didn't. Do you know what I mean? He, he yeah. didn't. Um, but no, I think I think I think he did, and and yeah, the incident with Martin, who rode absolutely brilliant all weekend, but we'll we'll talk about him. But that incident with Martin. It was a little bit across the line for what I what I would like. Do you know what I mean? Uh, on the last lap, if you and it is the last lap, and I know it, but you never uh, take someone's line. Last lap. I let huh? go. In the last lap, I'll let him go on that. You one. never take an, another person's line. Do you know what I mean? Like that could have. I'm blocked. I'm I'm more forgiving yeah. because when it's the last lap. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I I I just thought it was a bit a bit OTT. Do you know what I mean? But you know, um, I thought it was good. That that Yamaha or Fabio was there thereabout, and again, you know, Morbidelli finishing up in the in the top six or top seven, that doesn't happen either. So, kind of shows you how much of an anomaly this race actually is. It's, I was thinking so, that. I'm thinking, is this another coda? It's it's the Southern coda. Yeah, it, it's just it, it it's just one of those tracks where, when they have the data next year, I think it'll be much much better. But, um, Martin this weekend, you know. Absolutely, hundred percent. He is a championship contender, um, but I'm still not sure. Like he's won a couple of races now, and he has the confidence. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we were a little bit robbed this weekend with the 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 sprint race. I think it probably would have been a lot different. I think, um, like we were all on Saturday, like fucking hell, what an amazing, amazing race out of um out of martin joe he controlled it pulled the gap 
blah, 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 blah. And he still doesn't control the pace the way Pecco usually does. Yeah, um, but, I, but I just think with Basecki, I think Basecki was the boy all weekend. Do you know what I mean? And oh, yeah. him getting ta- him getting taken out, kind of, I, I suppose I felt a bit <laughs> robbed. Do you know what I mean? That we didn't see right. him. And then today, you know, like eight point six seconds that he won it in twenty. What is it? Twenty one laps. You know what I mean? He was fucking trucking like, and I don't think. Even yesterday in the sprint, I don't think Martin would have had the the pace. So, Joe, look, if, if it's ends and buts, but I think you know, I would be, I would be a little bit more concerned about Basecki than um, than than Martin for the championship. If I'm if I'm honest, oh, I think, okay, we got I think early picks for the championship again. Yeah, I think I think I think Basecki. I don't know. I think uh, now. Look, I, I suppose when I look at it, Peko, it's it's very hard to bet against Peko, right? But this weekend, you can see it with what was going on with Peko on the bike. You know, he was lifting the rear wheel, skating on the bike. Peko is normally fairly planted. Do you know what I mean? The bike might go a little bit sideways going into the corner. That's that's just right. that's normal, right. but it never lifts much right and it just looks so nervous and and skatey for him and, and the you could front see... end was pushing when he was going to a corner the cameras behind him you could yeah. see that front end drifting drifting like it was a right hand corner you see it. the thing drifting left you know the front end drifting left you know, i was like oh yeah. and that, that that's exactly side. it that was exactly it and you could see it that he didn't have he didn't have the feeling on the medium and the soft front um and you could see the tire was squishing too much for him and that was giving him the bobbling and the bouncing and and um this is kind of i suppose the reason that he went for the harder tire now the harder tire is like a fucking rock do you know what i mean and yeah. that's the tire he told he chose for the race he knew it was going to be a risk but in the brake zones where where he wasn't stable um it was giving him the feel that he needed so he just needed to be careful and obviously being careful pulling the pin from to get away from martin he lost the front, but I think where where you're looking at it is is that what we saw with Peko over the course of this weekend is that the, there was a major the, his major strength was taken away from him, and all Ducati riders who look at Peko's data say that Peko was absolutely fucking amazing on the brakes, and yeah. if you take that away, you know he he just becomes like a normal Ducati rider, so. This is why then I kind of say Basecki is more of a danger than Martin at the moment, right? Mm. Because Basecki sees the fucker up up close and personal, right? Right. So they're they're around fucking around on the track, having a shits and giggles, right? And I'm like, well, all I need to do is start following you a little bit more, and I start to learn how to break deeper and deeper, and deeper, and all of a sudden I can match you on the brakes on yeah. an older bike, you know. It will be interesting. And and so, Bezeki likes the rain. So you get a guy that likes to slip and slide around, okay? Now he's usually slipping and sliding around in the rain. Now he's slipping and sliding because the tire's getting overheated or mushy or Yeah, yeah. And look, I just think look, you know, we're going to Japan next weekend, so I'm sure there will probably be a couple of sessions in the rain. But no, I just think I just think we're we're in for a really good run in. You know, Jorge Martin is definitely in the driving seat. You know, with his with his confidence is up. So yeah. was Bisecki's confidence is up. Do you know what I mean? Like how he came back through the sprint. I genuinely reckon if the sprint race was the actual full race race length that the sprint was, 
he would have got on the podium again. Yeah. Do you know? Yep. So um so look, there's definitely a contender in, in him too, and it'll just be Adrian. interesting to see. Like I don't I don't think Peko fell today because of pressure. You know, no. Peko in my view, he pulled the pin and he was trying to go as fast as he can. That wasn't oh shit, Jorge Martinez behind me. He's like, right. I need to do five fast laps to break mm-hmm. it. Do you know what I mean? And and those mistakes happen. And and you know, and, 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 the, and the propensity to make that mistake goes tenfold when you're that tired, you're that that you're that fried. Your nerves, your like, physical body, your nerves start going. Yeah, and, and he's still he, he's still suffering from the from the yeah. crash. Yes, and that's uh, like it. He, yeah. he he's still walking around with the band or like a full leg bandage on that just that leg. So you know it's it's a full leg support bandage. So he's still not hundred percent comfortable with it. So for me, when I when I look at this, um I'm how would I say like I think I think we're in we're in a really privileged and, and, and blessed place to actually watch three of the best riders go fucking head to head towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Like, remember, we've only five r- weekends to go and they're yeah. nearly back to back. All of them, like it's, it's done in November. Do you know what I mean? We're now in, almost in October. So, you know, I think, I think we're going to be pretty blessed um, to do it. Now, no, the next whole, year, yeah. next, yeah. not, then we have next year, which we're, we're going to be blessed to see four riders. Well, yeah. So like, that's a good a good segue into, into <laughs> the whole fucking Mark Marquez fucking roundabout. So the first thing that I have to say is that I was in stitches when I saw the um, there was a, a an Indian fan and he had a sign and it said, "Mark, we love you, Ducati. Please sign, Mark." Yeah, um, I saw that. But it went on to Mark and then he just gave it like a dirty little fucking grin, right? Yeah, he, he and of yeah, and according to Sky IT then, or Sky Italy, they were saying that it's all done and that it's going to be officially announced in Japan, obviously, next next weekend. But there was also um, an article out, I, I can't remember whom, but they were saying that Mark doesn't have the outclass and that's the negotiation that's going on. That's the delay in, in the, all of this. That is, there's no official out clause, so there's something going on, and that's what's going to be completed next week in Japan. Don't make it, don't make it. Oh, no, look, whether there's an out clause or not, if he doesn't want to ride, I think they let him out. Do you know what I mean, I think they'd have no yeah. choice, and I, I think he wants out. I still yeah. think he wants out. Like, and, you know, um, he's holding anything up like it did last year, he would have been out the last contract wasn't for his father, yeah. But I think, uh, uh, do you know, the grandfather wanted him out last time. Yeah, but what I mean is, is that I, he'll find a way to get out. Yeah. he'll find a way to breach that contract to get out. He'll do yeah. it like he'll nearly do a, a Maverick Vinales, like try to blow up the fucking bike and. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Of course, that's going to get you fired. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, so look, I think, yeah, I, I look, I think it's going to be announced obviously next week. I would be surprised if he would have a, a sudden change of heart, like. But then, look, he's not the sharpest knife in the drawer either. Do you know what I mean? Oh, he, could I know. Have, he, he could have this weekend and say, there could be something in the air. Do you know what I mean? I might. I might and yeah, He doesn't he, like he, change. Just put it that way. No one likes change. He despises change. Yeah, look, it, it just doesn't make him comfortable. And 
you know, I think uh, I would like to see him on a, on a Ducati. Oh, he's gonna um, be stay in the world though if he doesn't. There's so many people want him off. On yeah, them. but yeah, they do. But see, I think one of the the points that someone was making, and it was a really valid point, was that Mark might only want a one year deal on the Grassini. Do you know what I mean? And if I was a Grassini, I'd want to tie Mark in for two years, right? Two years. Minimum. But I'd still take the one year. No, no, no. Mark wants the one year. Right. But if I was Grassini, if I had to, I'd still take the one year. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, so look, but Mark is not going to take two years because two years is going to be, um, you know, put him out of sync with. Um, so um, I don't know. I just think it's just. Uh, we, we, and you know what? With Grassini, if I was if I was sitting in their shoes, I even if, even if he says I want one year, because uh-huh. he, he's flighty, mm-hmm. I'd let him have the one year, and knowing that he don't he won't split with the brother. No, he like like I think I I I think after how would I say this? So if he takes one year, that puts him in sync with every other major manufacturer contracted riders. Yep. So that gives him so many options. Like, realistically, he's just waiting. Like, like I think he would have been gone to KTM this year if they could have got the bike for him. I think he would have gone. Do I don't know. Can't get, they can't I get know. the bikes. I, I, don't I, know if, I, I don't know if he would have. I, I feel like he really wanted to stay with that brother. I don't know. I think, I think they're close enough in the, in the pit lane anyway at the weekends. And the fact that um, Alex is there. Well, he won't be there for a while anyway. Now with the broken ribs. Yeah, um, I know. But yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be interesting anyway to see what happens next week. It, it, he week. still has it though. Nobody can tell me he still doesn't have it after seeing him ride like this. I mean, yeah, but it, it kind of makes it, it kind of makes it, it kind of makes a question though as well. You know, uh, I know, I know he's on a Ducati, right? Like to be fair, right? Mark was. Fucking well overrating that bike today. Yeah. So was Fabio. So was Mir. Mm-hmm. You know, but you could see how hard he was pushing, and you could see. Oh, and yes. I suppose for me, where where I give him great respect and kudos when he went down on that bike, he stayed with that fucking bike to get that bike up. He lost only. 10 you saw seconds. that too, right? You noticed that he held on to that. He was. He was, he was like he was, he was like hell fucking no. Do you know what I mean? But like he pulled the clutch. He he kept it revving. He knew it wasn't going to whip him around, right? But he lost only 10 seconds in that lap with that crash. Yeah. I could see you could imagine him going down. If he's going down, he's holding on to the handlebars going, You piece of shit, come on, get up. You know, you can see him. I I fucking I'd fucking challenge you to get up off the floor in 10 seconds, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fucking happening. <laughs> no, no. But uh yeah, I think no look, I, I look I think it's great kudos and I know people say that we give Mark shit. We call it as we see it. If you do something good, yeah. we say it. And if you do something shit, we say it yep. too. Um, yeah, like we said, the way to- I said, always said I, I'm a Marquez fan as far as his, 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 his uh, abilities, but like the towing, I, I still don't believe that towing. Yeah, if he goes, yeah. if he goes to, to, to he goes to Ducati and he starts pulling that towing bell shit, I'll still give him shit. Like yo, cut the crap. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Look, no. 
I thought it was actually funny on uh, Friday because um, Mark was towing Pick or, or who, whomever, I don't know who it was. But Mark was right up behind them, like in his fucking wheel tracks. But Mir was maybe about seven tenths of a second behind. He was still close enough to get the slipstream and all this. But he was actually doing what I would class as proper markering. Do you know what I mean? He was using mm-hmm. Mark. So in the last sector, you could see Mir just pulled just pulled that gap in and Marquez went across or Bisecki went across, then Marquez went across, and then Mir went across and he was fast. And I was just like, fucking serves you right. Like, do you know what I mean? That 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 you got caught. Um but it, like you could see Mir used it as a gauge, which which was which was really, really good. So yeah, I, I expect that there's going to be a a special press conference in in Japan to announce he's either staying or he's either going. I was uh, to pop that in my head. It's back back in again. Uh, I did read something that that Honda had requested. Honda themselves had requested that he they had a ceremony for a parting ceremony in Japan. All right, okay. With Mokaz, like we've been together, you know. Thanks for the memories, kind of thing, you know. And uh, and that that seal, kind of sealed the deal. If that was true, that would really seal the deal. Oh, to a to a yeah, and I can see the Japanese doing that with a ceremonial, blah blah blah. Well, actually, I I don't know because like like for me, this could probably end on bad terms. Do you know what I mean? Because like he's he's walking out in his contract a year early. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't believe in the contract now. Like for me, the most astonishing thing I've seen in Honda in the past two weeks, if I'm genuinely honest, was that Ken Kawuchi moved from an aluminium clipboard. To a carbon fiber one. Oh, that was it. That that was still the deal right there. You know, that, that was the fucking like piece de resistance for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like his carbon, his his normal aluminium little clip. Yes, it was just there. too heavy. Or it didn't have enough flex. Yeah, you know? it was just like, yeah, they're really getting into this whole carbon fiber fucking aerodynamics, yeah. <laughs> weight saving, the whole fucking shebang. You know, maybe. Some of these band boys are going nuts. I could take a shit and if you put a, 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 a Honda sticker on it, they'd be going, that's a great piece of shit right there. <laughs> Here, uh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. You tell me I had one for 30 years. That's it. You that's know? it. Uh, but no, look, I, look, look, it was good to see Honda back up there again, to be honest. And Yamaha. Yeah. Know, after, no, after. I got words to pick with you from Yamaha. Good. So yeah, it was it, it was it was good, but I don't I just don't have the feeling that it's going to last. Do you know what I mean? I think this was one of those anomaly tracks. Yeah. Um and and that was it. So But I want your opinion. They had mm. Yamaha, right? Now, I don't know how familiar you are with this, but you are, you're you're mechanically inclined. There's the tech I mean Quarro had uh, problems with the, with the gearboxes. Okay, mm-hmm. I've yeah. seen do this before. I saw uh, I, I picked an MV when they did it when they were really out of horsepower. Like there's no other means to up the horsepower. They start lightening the gearbox. Now the F4 was a street bike. It was a super bike. Now I could mm-hmm. see them doing that mm-hmm. with the MotoGP bike. You think that would be already be designed? It's already done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know how desperate they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not ruling it out totally. Um, and what surprised me is uh, the race director, or was the race director of the, or the uh, 
Crucci said, we have more, four more, or two, two or four more iterations of the inline four to go, which bothered me because I'm playing shit. Whether you just get off your ass and start with the V4 instead of beating a yeah. dead horse. Hmm. You know, well, look, 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 yeah, look, I, I, I used to, like, uh, look, I, I stand by this. I don't, I don't see them changing the inline four for three or four years. Like, it's, it's just not possible to develop an engine in a year. It's, it's just not. At least start. Do you realize how long we've been doing this? But now? The, yeah, but, the, but they would, they would never, they would never openly admit we are looking at building a V4. Now, we all know they have a V4 specialist in. Marmoni in in the ranks, right? I would be, I would believe what he was saying with his two more things is that they are going to they brought out the twenty twenty four engine which Fabio did like. Mm-hmm. Um, they will probably have another one for Valencia, an upgrade to that engine, mm-hmm. and they will probably have one for the start of next season's testing. So there you have your two more versions of that. You know, and at that stage, I would be expecting 25, 26, that they would start the prep on the, the, not the prep of bringing out the V4 engine. That way, Marmoni started in 22. So you have 22, 23, 24. So that's three years engine development on a V4. That's that's kind of my timeline. Do you know what I mean? So end of 24, they should be, if they're going to go. But look, as Crayfar said, as, um, do you think they're do you think they're working on it right now the V4? Oh, I'd, I would think well, they'd have to be. That's if right. They, if, 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 me because I'm going shit. Are they talking about they like they don't have a V4 in, in the works? The way they were talking because it might have been, it might have been four, they, they would, four, they, it might have been four engines in the in the in the in, in the works. They couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't, they could not openly admit it at this stage. Do you know what I mean? They wouldn't like that. Matter of fact, I think it was four. Now that I'll, I'll go on the record. I think it was four engines. You know they had poor engines in the in the pipeline. Yeah. So look, that kind of that would kind of buy into you know, like they would already be working this year for next year's engine, next year for the for the the year after. But I think they would definitely have a couple of versions or a couple of ways that they were going to do the, the next year's engine. Do you know what I mean? Now, if they listened to us and started when we told them to, which is what two years ago. Hmm. 24 they'd be ready to rock and roll see yeah yeah look let's let, let, like let's be fair and, and very honest with this so if they change to a v4 they have to change absolutely everything, oh, right so it's really starting from the zero and i'm not sure that you can hold on to a really high level rider um and, oh, I know. Do, and do that right so yeah. I, I think look, I think there there there's a senior business decision to be done. But actually, talking about that, Fabio did come out last week, and he said something, and I thought it was really interesting. What he said was that in Yamaha, obviously because they don't have a satellite team now anymore, there's not the young, hungry fucking rider there to push the works factory team anymore. And he's yeah. like, when I came in. I wanted that seat and I was fucking hell bent and getting in and I was going to be faster than those factory fuckers and I was going to make a name for myself and I did. And he's very right, I think. Do you know what I mean? I think he's very, very right that the the drive has gone because when they put the two old boys into the satellite team and put the two young fellas up into the factory team, I think they got even more lost. 
Yeah, that's. Did you notice Quartararo in this race at the end? He seemed to have that old spark for a little while. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Or was that just me? He seemed to want that. He was. He hit the hundred and ten percent at the end of that race. He did. Yeah. He oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Like he was. But like you could, you could there and then see the whole problem with Yamaha. Like when he caught Martin, you know, the commentators were trying to fucking hype it up and everything. And I was just sitting there and I was just like going, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> I know. It's just not going to happen. You just <laughs> do, even if Quadrero got past him. It ain't that's, gonna happen. That, that's straight. Your man's just gonna. He's just gonna ride right around and go. I watched. I watched the last three laps of the World Superbike Sprint Race this morning, and I was like, "This is fucking brilliant!" Right? You had Ray up the front, you had Taprak, and you had Alvaro Bautista, and then fucking one lap to go to Bautista, and he made a great move. I'll be very honest. He made a great move on Taprak brilliant and like can't fucking can't fault it but he was five or six bike lengths behind johnny ray coming out onto the last straight before the throw the straight before the, the last corner and he, he sat the bike up in the fat part of the tire and just went no i went for fuck's sake like oh, I missed race two. Uh, no no I, this was this, this was this morning's race the the sprint race no okay and i just went that's not fucking racing do you know what I mean? It was just like he passed him in a straight line and pulled <laughs> pulled five or six bike legs. So I was like, for fuck's sake. Like, I got excited for 10. Yeah. Well, say, let's say, what is it, two minutes left? Six minutes. So five minutes, I was like, yes, yes, yes. And it was just like, it's like you take a wonder bra off a woman. You're fucking delighted with yourself for the next minute. You unhook it and where'd it go? <laughs> it was just I was gutted. So I said I was not watching race two because yeah, I was just fucking disgusted. Anyway, but again, look, you you could definitely see that the where Yamaha was in trouble. It was everywhere except the straights, the Yamaha would, would fucking eat them. And you could you could see the old Yamaha was there. But it, you know, it came out of a first gear corner onto the straight. Dead. So <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, Jack Miller. I'm really worried, starting to worry about Miller. Really starting to worry about Miller. What happened with Miller? I thought it slipped my mind. I know he did, he, he started to fade again, right? To take your take your your line, he couldn't make out in a women's prison with a carton of cigarettes. <laughs> right? He's just having fucking absolutely no luck. And it's it's kind of funny because you're hearing the noises inside in KTM saying, "Oh, we're delighted with him." It's this, it's that, it's the other. Joe, you know I mean, he's brought so much to the project. He's like telling everyone, "Fuck yourselves." I have a contract for next year. I'll be riding in KTM. You know, they signed Binder for another fucking four seasons or whatever. So, like, he's definitely going to be in the the KTM factory seat. You have a cast on the outside there. You know, we're all looking at that. Is it going to be gas gas? I'm looking at Jack's performances and saying, well, you know, Polo Spagro is beating you. Augusto Fernandez is beating you. You're now all of a sudden the slowest. Polo Spagro was beating him yesterday in the sprint race. Do you know what I mean? Before, no, Paul crashed in turn one. I think it was today. Was it today at one point? I was like, I was like, Jesus. Could it be a setup? I don't know. Could be like something has changed, like and 
How would I say it? Like, why well, I say that? It sounds like originally with Ducati, because before they had that switch up for the for the setup. Remember, somebody said, "Try this." You know, shits and giggles. Give it a shot, and it, and it turned this whole season around. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just you don't have that guy going. Hey, by the way, try this. You do. One of his mechanics went, uh, but. I think look. I think if I'm honest, I just I don't know. I just think I think he's in danger if he doesn't if he doesn't uh, not pull the finger out because look, he's always trying. Like uh, that's the one thing I will say about Miller is that he he will always give it a hundred and ten percent and try his hardest, but it's it, it just doesn't seem to be happening for him. And this is the 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 worry KTM. Yeah, they're all very spoily, happy people, but they're also fucking ruthless. Absolutely ruthless when it comes to rider market performance. And they have that fucking problem still. They have five bums and, and four seats. Yeah. And, and you well, know, they didn't get that. KTM didn't get that big of a company that fast. All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're double the size of Ducati. You know that. Financially, yeah. 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 They didn't get that way being nice. They didn't know, no. But look, it's look at the end of the day. The way the way I look at it is that he could be in an awful lot of trouble very quickly if he keeps like if Brad keeps getting in the top five and your man can't get in the top ten consistently. Yeah. Game over, right? And if you have Paul Spagaro, who is at the latter part of his career, same similar to Miller. Miller's only a couple of years behind him, you know, and he's matching it. Yeah, and there here's the young pretender to the, who the world seemed to think is the next Mark Marquez. Um, Everybody but you and I. <laughs> well, look, there's there's a few there's a few people that don't see it either. You know, look, but they're not saying that right. He could come into MotoGP and completely flop. Like Raúl Fernández was 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 pretty handy. To be mm -hmm. fair, he was pretty handy in Moto too. But he's come into MotoGP and he's flopped. Yeah. Fabio Quadraro wasn't great in Moto2 and came into MotoGP and excelled. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's all different um, ways and swings and roundabouts and stuff. So I suppose the for me, when, when I look at it, KTM will want to put Acosta somewhere. We're all thinking that it's then it's gas gas and i'm kind of thinking dare i say it that it's the actual mainstream ktm now also what i do think is very very interesting is that um what's that young young chap in moto 2 from rossi's team oh vietti vietti is actually joining io moto 2 ktm moto 2 next season i think that's really okay. interesting um so look i think that there's like ktm have an awful lot of talents to in their pool um and i don't think they're afraid of making a, a difficult decision and if someone is not performing the way they're they're doing it and like and here 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 i have it right like i said this day one when when jack threw first threw his leg over the ktm Yep. The longer he's there, the less valuable he gets. Yes. I was thinking that soon you said it. Yep. You know, and 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 unfortunately that's true because next year, I'm not sure if you know this yet, but next year there is a change of the ECUs. 
now so any new bike next year will have a completely different ecu than this year so the people riding that yeah the people riding uh the 2024 bikes will have a different ecu to the ones riding the 2023 bikes and i think this is also kind of part of the decision uh why Biseki maybe did stay within the VR46. Now I think I think the VR46 team made him stay there. Well, sorry, suggested he should stay there uh, because I do. But wasn't that whole? Okay, I refresh my own memory. It didn't. Wasn't that they changed the ECU to accommodate the uh, new fuel coming in in twenty? And that was just there. There is a new there. Yeah. So the yeah. But I don't think you can take that ECU and plug it into a 2022 or 23 bike. Right. But I mean, the reason of that was for this new fuel. It really wasn't any performance gain or loss. Yeah, but it'll it'll still be different. Do you know what I mean? I guarantee you there'll be different setup measurements and and stuff like that. So I wouldn't expect it to be a carbon copy of exactly what they have right now. So I think think it's something that we probably do have to look at next year. I do have to dive into into it more to see exactly what is going to be the difference. But, um, and I think this is a a reason that Busecki also was staying away from it. Now, I I still believe at some point next year we're going to hear that VR46 are either going to take over a satellite or actually going to take over the factory entry and the factory entry would be a satellite. Does that make sense? So VR46 will be more ingrained in the factory team. Right. And there'll be another satellite Yamaha team in the place of VR46. Does that that make sense? Yeah. I don't know how how much Biseki's going to like that. I don't know. I think I think it'll be I think it'll be interesting, but I think he also has a, a lot of trust in 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 Valet. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I think he, he has to be pretty damn stupid to go. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Bezaki, Bez, the buddy. They're gonna figure it out the next yeah. two months. Yeah, but that's yeah. but look look. I suppose look. That's where and I, we will never be privy to the, to the information. But I would think Yamaha would be sharing confidentially with with rossi and them this is the plan do you know what i mean and rossi's not going to be stupid enough to say oh well if we stick with the inline four do you know what yeah I, mean? uh, I think he he would be happy to spend whatever it is 25 million on the bikes and uh, and the team to have competitive bikes but there's still that that whole fucking problem of Ducati and the eight bikes, and as we know, Ducati don't want to have eight bikes. No. So if they don't, if they don't take up Yamaha as a satellite team, what other team do they go to? KTM. Yeah. Any Yeah. Right. The only factory that's willing to go six to six bikes is KTM. Right. Some stinks. Maybe. You know? maybe maybe is that why Vietti has gone to KTM? So there's a link. Mm. Don't know. Like, is the whole VR forty six thing going to be in 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 ingrained with with KT, IO KTM? Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Look, it's 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 yeah. it's a couple it's of a, things. It's an odd situation. I, I've never seen it before like this. Mm, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, look, it'll be interesting. I I will find out more about the ECU. Yeah. Well, look, there were some there were some great raids there today. To to be fair, uh, oh, another you know, one is. Uh, he said uh, it, it was the the Mark Marquez riding and and uh, Mir riding. He says nothing 
he goes, for, for you Honda fans, nothing happens overnight in MotoGP anymore. He's trying to draw it in. For these, I feel bad for these guys that go, oh, they're great. They're fine. It's gonna, no, they're, they expect it every race. It's like, no, it's not going to happen that way. I, yeah. I kind of feel the opposite. I feel a little bit happy for them. Do you know what I mean? That they've, because like, look, Mark, Mark is a fantastic writer. Do you right. know what I mean? And it's great to see his fans see him get back up there. Now, and they get dropped like a, like a rock. Yeah, but he, 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 he's not out now saying, and I, I would 100% agree with you if he was out saying, we've turned a corner, we're coming back, this is it. But he's not, but he's just saying, so, yeah, so, so, so I think so I think he said it's it in the right fault. expectation. If they keep I, buying that bullshit, that's their own damn fault. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But like he's, times you got to see it, you know, fall off the next day you didn't realize it just doesn't happen that fast. Yeah, but like I think he he's being very realistic with the fans saying, listen, look, you know, and so is Fabio. Do you know what I mean? And like yes. they're both saying, look, we'll see next week if if something has really changed or if it and like forgive me if I if I, if I sound a bit optimistic, but I'm like if a writer gets a bit of confidence back, it's a fucking yeah. dangerous thing. Do you know what I mean? Until he face plants the ground again, right? And and then that confidence wipes out. But I'm glad to hear you say that because I thought it was me. I thought, you know, he this year he has not been pushing that 110 like he did last year. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I thought it was just me. I thought Peco, it, Peco said it. Peco said it perfect. We haven't seen Mark since the Saxon ring, and, and that was well, one. No, of I, was, I was talking about 110. I was talking about. Uh, I was talking about Fabio. Oh yeah, even but even even with Fabio and Mark, right? Like especially Mark, since he just went on the crash fest in in Saxon Ring, it, Peko said it's like he's not Mark. Do you know what I mean? He's he's different. And this weekend he was back to his old self. And and Fabio, for the most part, he was too. Like he wasn't he wasn't too bad in the sprint, but today. Like I'll give him kudos. He never, never gave up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and Martin made the mistake towards the end, which he said was down to hydration or whatever that he was or dehydration that he was so tired from the from the. And you can kind of understand it, but look, basically he made a fucking mistake. Like and just say I made a mistake. Yeah. I break too late. Do you know, not that I was dehydrated. I fucking break too late. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, which I still love racing drivers giving them up, up up their thing. But I suppose one of the things that I'm really, really worried about for MotoGP, the attendance today for the weekend was 111,000. It was like 115,000 in Misano. It was whatever, 110,000 for Catalonia, right? Yeah, it's the first race. You got to get it. You got to get no, it. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is, and I, that's the reason why I mentioned three the, the two other races, right? Yeah, but it's the first race in India. They gotta get no, 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 no. I'm not talking about specifically India. No, oh, okay. Like 100, 111, 115, 110. Suzuka in Formula One was on this weekend, also, right? Mm-hmm. Race capacity for that is 108,000 or 110,000 at the track per day. They had 225,000 people through the gates over the course of the weekend. Okay. So that's 100,000 more. And they ran than out of any... money. So I think it's just people ran out of money and they have to choose now. 
yeah, but but that's my problem. It's a hundred thousand more people trackside over the course of the weekend than MotoGP. So something is wrong somewhere to get spectators to watch the race. I didn't think of the economy. Well, yeah, but look, I just think I just think people are just. I think there's I think there's a problem, big a big big problem coming if the because what happens next, Jake, is that. If the circuits aren't getting the people in the door, then they can't afford the fees to run the race. Yeah. You know, like if you look at Formula One right now, for instance, and I, I know this for, I think the cheapest race weekend for a circuit to buy the rights to have the race is 25 million. Right. Right. Uh, only a small percentage of that comes back through the t- ticket sales. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? MotoGP, which is far cheaper, far, far, far cheaper than Formula One to go and attend. And I don't think we would have half of the the, the hosting costs that Formula One does have. Mm-hmm. And it's not it's not filling the grandstands. And that's for me is is a problem because what that will do is all of a sudden it does it becomes a last leader to run an event and then tracks who are also feeling the pinch. I'm gonna say, well. I'll go to World Superbikes. They'll they'll nearly they'll nearly give us the race for free, and and we make a few bob off the. Joe, you know I mean, so I, yeah. for me, that's that's where the worry is, and even when I look at the um, the I suppose what what is going on with it, um, yeah, I, I'm quite worried about the attendance, and it's something that I watch every weekend to see is it in and around the hundred thousand. Because I remember in Spain, go back five years ago, six years ago, you had like 300,000 at the fucking weekend. Like, do you know what I mean? 100,000 every day. Right. And now you're only getting one third of it. Do you know what I mean? Again, look, it comes down to bums on seats. They pay the bills and it, it's not happening. And it's definitely something that I think MotoGP need to, to fix. Now, is that because they've made MotoGP so digitally available? Maybe. Do you know what I mean? Um. But yeah, um, we have a race this weekend. Yes, we do. We have uh, Japan. Oh, Japan. Yeah. So definitely, we will. If we do hear that there's a an announcement in in, in thing, we might jump on and do a, a live. Oh, we'll do a dance. Do a live reaction. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it, is it, is it um, and then, yeah, yeah, I think we might. Um, uh, we might yeah, this battle again. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Blue ninety three is this, um, is is what everyone has said. Yeah, look, I think I think this weekend, Motegi, you just don't know what's going to fucking happen in Motegi. We we probably won't see Marini, who is. Um, I actually saw a great meme. Um, Motegi sounds like it's a place they throw spears at you. You know what I mean? Could. Put if you say the wrong fucking thing. Um, Yeah, I saw a great meme today. Uh, um, So obviously, remember Marini, um, he hit into Basecki, right? And one second, this is I need a doctor, but after this crash, I'm quite afraid of him. (laughs) 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 I.e., my brother's going to fucking kill me. Um, yeah, so he's out with a 
broken or fractured in the shoulder. So I think he was already oh. went back to, to to Italy. And then obviously we have Alex Marquez, who won't make it either because he has a broken ribs, which is a nasty fucking one to get over. Do you know what I mean? Because like anytime you cough or fart or fucking anything, do you know what I mean? Um, it is definitely going to hurt. Do you know what I mean? So a broken rib, the bone breaks, isn't that bad. Ribs, ribs, right? It's not that bad. Um, if the cartilage is pulled away from the bone, now that's a rough one on the on your ribs. You can actually, you know, that the, there's cartilage between the, the yeah. Between the, well, look, we 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 don't know we don't know the well, extent of it, but look, that's the brutal one. It's definitely he definitely won't be there this weekend or next weekend, according to himself and. The way he said it, that he's going to be pretty sore tomorrow. Um, so that was the day after. So look, I don't know. I think it's I think it's interesting to see what exactly is going to happen. Uh, next weekend is going to be um, a big a big weekend. I think obviously it's going to change the change the landscape of what goes on. You know, um, it's either going to be a genius move for Mark Marquez or he's going to be people are going to criticize regardless of what he does i think he's going to get criticized either way do you know what i mean if he moved to 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 grissini i am not even being biased on this because it's been said for so long that i can't see you'd have to be a, an idiot not to go to it's it's all upside going to grissini other if you don't want the money okay it's all mm-hmm. upside yeah when, yeah yeah look when your grandfather when your grandfather pulls you and says listen that bike's gonna kill you. Get away from. They, they didn't say he didn't say say to go to uh, Ducati. He said get go to another manufacturer or retire. One of the two. Mm. Yeah. Look, I think I I think it's I, look. I think it's a hard decision for him because he doesn't like change. Now it's an easy decision for him because um, that bike is going to fucking seriously hurt him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But again, you know. I think he'd be bested. You're gonna hear him think I'm nuts, but I think he'd be bested Aprilia. But that's just my. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I think, I think the Aprilia needs to be, to be ridden in line. And what I mean now that is tires in line. Yeah, I know. Not, not, uh, not in line. But I think, uh, and I don't think that's his style. I don't think I, I don't think that's the way he likes to ride. Now, speaking of an Aprilia. A person that, if they ever came into a pit box and did what they did to me, I would give them some fucking kick into the balls, followed what by happened? a name. So, uh, Alicia Spagaro lost the fucking plat with with the team on Friday. It was a Friday, I think it was Friday. And he came in to the pit lane and he started fucking screaming and shouting because they, they sent him down early. But what had actually ch- happened was that there was a delay and he came back up. But it was just, I was looking at it and I was just like, now, like I coach, I coach fucking underage football, right? So mm-hmm. I'm used to managing the hormones and all of this of <laughs> under 14, 15 kids, right? Who think all of a sudden that, you know, maybe because their voice is deepened slightly that they're a man, right? <laughs> and like, if, if anyone fucking challenged me like that, I would nearly slap the shit out of them there and then, no questions asked. I don't care. Like he's not pumped up on fucking adrenaline, Jordan, you know I mean? because he's just gone down the pit lane. 
Do you yeah. know what I mean? So that's not an excuse of, uh, you know, I'm just off the fucking bike and whatever. Like he came back up the thing because the pit lane light didn't didn't go green. He thought it was to go green, and then they told him no. And then he went back up and he started shouting, screaming, and roaring at the at the team. Now he did come out later on and, and apologize and whatever, but I was just like, what sort of fucking idiot are you? Do you know what I mean? In a pretty Irish way of like, and when we say what sort of fucking idiot are you? It's not something you'd say to someone that they get personally upset about. It's like, yeah, yeah, you were out of order there, dickhead. Do, do you know what I mean? You know, yeah. pinch of salt, take it. But no, we're, I don't we're not, think we're not we're not offending his culture like that one guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. And look, uh, look for me. I just I just thought it was out of line. Do you know what I mean? And it's really past. Um, you know, I suppose when I, when I look at things, right. I, I look at it in a team sort of way, right? There's many times he, um, Joe, there's many times he makes mistakes and there's many times the team makes a mistake. Do you know what I mean? And the last thing you do is go in and start shouting abuse at your team. Now, we've seen Peko do it. We saw Davi do it. We see some of the, them do it. Yeah. And we still call it out as like, that's not how you fucking function. Like, do you know what I mean? This is not a. It's a team sport. You let them down, they let you down. You know, you have a, a you have a hissy fit. That's fine. Do you know what I mean? But the way he went into the pit lane or went into the pits and started shouting at people was, for me, was fucking out of line. Do you know what I mean? And I'm very surprised that Rivola stood for it. Do you know what I mean? Because he would be quite, um, how would I say, quite a tough taskmaster, I suppose. But yeah. Um, all in all, I thought, and again, I'll give kudos to the to the Indian uh, team and track over there. I thought that the, the the racetrack was epic. I thought they did a really good job in it. And I think, you know, my only slight criticism was that the turn one crash at the sprint race did take a little bit long to clear. Do you know what I mean? But again... I didn't see everything that happened there either. So there could have been bikes and all over fucking angles. But um, I do know some of them were, were some others like Patterson and them were kind of saying and and rightly pointing out that the marshals weren't dressed appropriately. Like they were out in shorts and T-shirts and this, that and the other. I know it's hot there and humid there, but there's fucking bikes there that could explode and go in. Joe, I mean, or there is Joe, hot, flammable bikes. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And, you need to be you need to be in a proper suit. Do you know what I mean? Even if it's the boiler suit, do you know what I mean? Um, but they were in shorts and t-shirt running out into the gravel, which is not a good thing. Do you know what I mean? But speaking of that though, whatever happened with the uh Martin and his zipper. Yeah, so that was that was actually funny because I spotted it about five laps before the he did, yes, he the, did the commentators. Uh and I was and it was a I good can, fast pickup, crazy you good eyes. I do, I do. You see me in the strip club, um, <laughs> but no, it was. Um, and I, I, and I, if I was Fabio Quadrero, I'd feel a little bit aggrieved by this because it was he was his his zip was open for five or six laps, easy, maybe seven laps, um, and I like I could see it and. Like if we remember, Quadraro got got a got a penalty last time that happened. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Now, yeah. to be fair, he waited for a slow part of the track and he did zip it up. I'll give him kudos for that. Um, and it didn't come back didn't down. The, the, the big thing with Fabio, I think, is when they when he pulled the uh, chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that's because it rode up and went under his neck. 
So ah, okay, I didn't hear about so, that. So yeah, so the chest plate went up, then with, with the wind got in underneath it and was pushing it up into his neck. But it makes sense, but, yeah. So yeah, but look, um, definitely some questions asked in Alpine Stairs of what actually fucking happened, because um, it's not supposed to. That's obviously not supposed to happen. Um, but yeah, look, overall, look, I think again, I'll go back. I'll say India performed. So you didn't realize it was its first Grand Prix, which I think that's probably the best comment that you could give it. Yeah, so, I mean, it didn't look. Um, the only funny thing that I did see was that when they delayed the start of the sprint race to dry the track, they did have Joe the 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 dryers and the thing. Yeah. Um, and the, they were dryers, but they were street sweepers. But on the side of it, it actually said safety care too. And I was like, well, lads, if that's your fucking safety care, one of those street sweepers that goes 15 miles an hour, I was like, you're fucked anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, big no, brush underneath. What happened? No, whoop, we lost them. <laughs> Check the bin. Check the bin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Don't back up. Okay. No, but look, uh, look to be fair, I think. Uh, look, I think the other side. <laughs> I think it was a really, really good race. I think there was great battles. Um. And look, I would definitely, definitely roll on next year to let's see it, um, see what it does. Yep. But all in all, good weekend for racing. Yep. And another great weekend to come in Motegi. Now, that's one as is an early one. So, well, actually, you probably wouldn't even be gone to bed by the time that one happens. I think it's a five o'clock in the morning one for me. So it's a, a midnight for you. Ah, okay. And I'm always up. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so until next week, folks. I, I think Fred Mutegi. I wonder if they'll, they'll probably let me make everybody wait till the end of the race to say to, to give the announcement. Well, if I was if I was Marquez, I'd, I'd fucking definitely wait. <laughs> you know I mean? Just yeah. in case, they're, they're, like you, you have a good weekend in Mutegi. I think we'll also see um, Cal Crutchlow out in the Yamaha in Mutegi as well. Yeah. Yep. I know they, they say he's enjoy, for some reason he's enjoying all this attention for uh, you know making everybody okay. wait. Oh yeah, sure. You, as, as as we said last week's one, like he loved this. This is his favorite. Now he's fucking with the press. And yeah. to be honest, I would I would be like that too. You know, you know, Fuck you, you've written loads of articles and stories, and what about me? This yeah. and the other. I'll do it on my terms and on my time, and I'm going to give you. Whatever the fuck I want to do, whenever the fuck I want to do it. Yeah, but uh, like I said, if he backs out, if he worried, if he's worried about the fans so much and what they think, that's another reason they think he'll he would go. You know, maybe yeah. Like when he saw that person, please switch over for you know, you have one sign, okay, with somebody saying please switch over, you know, you got a hundred thousand minds saying the same thing. Yeah, well, I, I I think there was probably a hundred million people all nodding in agreement that he should yeah. have when that sign went out. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. So, Anybody uh, that's a Mark Marquez fan would 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 say, or for years we've been saying, get off the bike, where anywhere, Schwinn, <laughs> we don't care, you know, just stop getting hurt, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Anyway, right. Uh, I think <laughs> we will. I think we will wrap it up there for this week. And yeah. uh, sure, look, we will. Uh, no doubt we'll be on at some stage next week. And uh, yeah, thank you very uh, much. I'm well, asking for help for everybody. If you can find 
a life in a stator for a LF161QMJ engine, a one-cylinder GY6 type engine. I cannot find one to save my life. Okay. I figure maybe somebody out there knows one. I'm, I'm, I'm desperate. I can't find one. I've been looking for days. Fair enough. And I'm good at it too. Yeah. Well, do what you do now. Put that spec into the comments for tomorrow, and surely someone might might know of one. Yeah. Anyway, All right. radio. We'll wrap it up there. Be good, and if you can't be good, well, don't get caught at least. All right, Jakey Boo. Thank you, man.